Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Just Be. I am one of your co-hosts, John Emilio, along with the one and only... Pablo Escobar. But why do you keep going to mobsters? <laughs> no, because me and you... You're giving Cubans a bad name, bro. No, well, well, he's not Cuban. Pablo's Pablo. Colombian. He's Colombian, that's true. Uh, he's Colombian. <laughs> he's Colombian, he's different, you know. Not many, not many spiritual teachers have uh, shows with known drug lords. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm Pablo Escobar. <laughs> And you are El Chapo. You do that, you do that very well. El Chapo's what? He's a, Mexican. He's Mexican. He's, he's Mexican, son of a bitch. But I will get him. He will owe me money. Is he, uh, is he still? I think is he's in he's jail. On the, he's on the, is he in jail? Is I think he he's in jail in, what about the other guy? in Brooklyn or something. Pablo, he's, yeah. he, he died, remember? No. Yeah, he died. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not up to date with my Colombian and, and well, South American drug lords, well, unfortunately. Being, being a pusher, as, <laughs> as we are, we should know these things. Uh, yeah, so he died. He died a while ago. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched Narcos, he died on the um, my, a rooftop. My wife and my brother-in-law, Tom, love shows like that. Dude, it's it's great. Yeah. Narcos is great. Uh, yeah. And then they also go into El Chapo eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm a HGTV and uh, home improvement show kind of guy in uh, Motor Trend. So, and Cooking uh, Network. I love yeah, it. No wonder mindfulness isn't catching on. <laughs> 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 if you If we took this seriously... We would stuff containerfuls and send it all over the world, but no, no, John. We would lace cars, panels, inside car tires, inside every, seats, but no, no. You gotta watch HGTV. Oh man, I, I love my. I, I, maybe because I'm a contractor, I'm biased. To yeah, it. no, it's just because I, I, I enjoy that stuff. Tell me honestly, there's nothing on TV anymore. No, it's not even about, yeah, it's, it's, so I like watching those shows, and by the way, before this started, this isn't what we wanted to do. No, this, this, is, this is just what we do. This is what we do. Before, I, I always tell my wife, I like to watch those three channels for a reason. I say Motor Trend, HGTV, and Cooking Network, right? Those are my three favorite channels. Why? Because there are three sh- channels where I could kind of learn things. Like, I'm not a, I enjoy comedies, but I'm not into, like, all this, like, dramatic, and it's just not my, my flavor. I don't, in, I don't really enjoy it. Um, you know, I like shows where I could watch, learn something. And those three channels, like, I enjoy cooking and, like, baking and stuff and baking bread and pieces and all dough and all that stuff, pastas. I enjoy cars. Yeah. And I'm a contractor, so I have a, you know, I have a little thing for I love designing and, and like, you know, the construction part of it and how they do this stuff. So those shows are interesting to me. No, it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah But man. in a nutshell, I think... I think you're watching that because, bro, there's nothing good on TV. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, you know, I guess it's, I did. There is a lot of stuff. It's yeah. just everything's so flooded on TV. Yeah, it's, it's so flooded. And that's just a lot. I think that that's just a that's a mere that's just a reflection of our society the way it is. Now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just there's just so much. Everything is so much. Yeah. It's so much. And like so you have much how many? So much, like so eighteen hundred channels or something like that. Yeah, like, there's just too much, man. Back in, when we were kids, it was too. Fo- and that, I'm not saying like it was better. Back then than it is now because that's that whole past and future thing, but we had we had what five channels? We didn't have options. Put it that way: our options two, five, what? two, four, five, seven, seven eleven, nine, nine, uh, nine, eleven, and PBS was that thirteen? <clears throat> that was it. And then HBO came out with that little thing. And, and I know you're not up to date, but we had Channel Forty One and Twenty Seven. Univision and uh, oh, well, we had and we had Rai, we had Rai, hey, you had Rai. Yeah, 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 you had Rai, yeah. which was Channel Twelve, I think, uh, right I before PBS. Yeah, I think so. We had, we had the Italian station. <laughs> I used to watch Rai too. Yeah. <laughs> that, I used to watch soccer games and stuff. John, as a kid, I'm not even Italian. <laughs> I used to watch Rai. <laughs> well, close enough. I mean, if you're Spanish, like the languages are very. There's a lot of similarities, so I could watch yeah. a Spanish station, and I could. I mean, because I, I I do understand Spanish for a certain point. But I could watch it, and I could get the gist of what right. they're trying to say. And right? you don't watch it for the weathered girls either. I have no idea what you're talking right. about. <laughs> that doesn't happen. I swear, I don't know anything about any Colombian hot Venezuelan weather girl. Nothing, nothing. When I was when I was a kid, there was a show called um, "Isn't So Horrible" in Italy called "Colpo Grosso." A la Madonna. It meant. When I was a kid in, in Sicily, this show, that's all it was about. And I would stay up at night and I would watch it mm. when I would go visit my, my grandparents in Sicily and as a kid with my parents. I, when they all went to bed, I would come outside and I'd put the TV on and I would watch the Hell show. Yeah. I was like, eight, nine. Yeah, the first that's, time that's the right And age. I was like, it's like, is this, like, how do they allow this on TV? And, and, and they were naked. Yeah, they would. They were topless it was women. it I was stuff topless. that yeah, I meant topless. Yeah. Stuff that wouldn't happen here. <laughs> I, I literally said, 
I think I want to move to Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Squirrel went by. There it goes. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, a little, and that was our, our, uh, our television editorial part of the show. Yeah. We, you know, this is, we do commentary and everything. And everything. So if you have something you'd like for us to talk about, let us know. No. We, we don't, uh, we don't hold back. <clears throat> so this week was a monumental. Yeah, I guess monumental. Monumental. You could say. I'm a little tired, but monumental. Yeah. Monumental. Honestly, <clears throat> it was a big deal. You know, uh, John's book finally, finally, finally launched. Finally, you're out there on Amazon. Amazon, um, yes, as a hardcover, as an ebook, and as a paperback. Um, it's on Amazon, so you can find it there. And also, Apple Books should be out in the next day or so. Their process was a lot easier. Amazon's was a little bit more. Well, I guess why they do it. They want the book to be a certain way. It has to fit formats and all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, it'll be out on Apple Books in another right. couple of days too. So. What would life be for those big companies if they couldn't bust your balls a little bit? Yeah, well, that's just that's <laughs> just you know what. When you self-publish, I'll tell you this: when you self-publish a book, it's 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 work. It's yeah. definitely work. I I learned and you, I learned on the go because I had no clue. Like I had a great editor who kind of guided me after she gave me back my manuscript. She was like, "All right, this is a, a, a you know," she goes, "You could go to a, a regular designer formatter." Or publishing company, she goes. Oh, you could do. You could kind of do those steps yourself. And she gave me a website called Ninety Nine Designs, which is owned by Vistaprint, where it's freelance. They're like all freelance <clears throat> designers and book formatters and just all kind of artists. And you could hire any of them. And you go by you know what you want to do. And it's all virtual with a chat. And you you, you send documents back and forth. It was really really. That is. Yeah, it's a great it's a great platform. So that's where. Is it like a Etsy esque kind yes, of? Yes, it's like an Etsy for design for like uh, visual graphic designers. That is awesome. In book format. Like Etsy is like you know the crafts and woodworking. Can, can you imagine? Like I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I didn't either. That's crazy. But good work, man. I mean, so <clears> as you cool. know, I read the book. Uh, I read the book a few times. I, I am <laughs> sorry about that. No, no, sorry. It was a, it was my pleasure. <laughs> it was my honor. Uh, I think the book stands uh, to change lives. If uh, again, if you read it <clears throat> just to read it, okay, good, you know, because it's our friend John. Okay, great, God bless you. But if you read it because you're going through something and you read it with that second layer of depth, you're gonna really, really, really get something from it. And if nothing else, it might spark your next step in in, in your journey. Because, yeah. I- um, I think that's the point, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of what, uh, what I hope people get from the book. I mean, I plus there's been a ton of support to all my friends out there and family, everybody who's bought the book already or saying they're going to buy the book and all those messages I've been getting, you know, after I posted on social media, that's finally out super appreciative. Um, you know, I couldn't be more, uh, more humbled by, by definitely the, the outpouring of support from all my friends and family. Um, but for those people who do buy it, I do hope you actually do read it, you know? I appreciate that you're buying it and it's going to go on your shelf. You know, that support is phenomenal. But I actually hope you actually read the book because, you know, I think you, I hope and I actually think you will be able to get something from it um, yeah. once you do. And uh, <clears throat> in, case, in case you're listening and you don't know, uh, you can find it at Accept This Moment, right? In uh, Instagram, Facebook? On, on Instagram, you can find it um, under my handle, Accept This Moment. I have a link, tr- even on Facebook, under my regular name, John Familia. There's under my profiles will be a link for Linktree. So Linktree is like a, it's, it's, it's a website. One link does it all. Yeah, right? So and you could put different things there. So I have my book there, articles I've written. You know, I have the podcast there. So somebody who goes on my Linktree page, and you could get through it there through Instagram or through Facebook. You'll, there'll be a link for it in my profile. Um, like, you could get to everything that, that uh, whatever I'm kind of working on and stuff like that. So you could get it there. Or just go to Amazon and type in The Universal Lens in my name. And so the book is called The Universal Lens. It's the only book with that name. Really? I actually did a Yeah, because my editor, when I was, before I put the book out, she's like, you know, I had a couple of names. And she said to me, she's like... <laughs> She goes, so the names that you have, she goes, have you Googled them yet? I'm like, no, why? She's like, you might want to. She yeah. goes, because if you're going to be in competition with, you know, some famous spiritual teachers or famous therapists who've put out books with the same name, yeah. she goes, now you're behind the eight ball. I was like, I did not think of that. Because originally, except this moment, like, I love that. That was my handle. I'm like, I just love it. Yeah, there's like 40 books yeah. called Accept This Moment. And some of them by like famed spiritual teachers. She's like, you're kind of going up. She goes, for your, your, your maiden voyage, she goes, you're going to be going up against like heavy hitters. Yeah. 
your title is going to get lost. Like they're going to, somebody's going to type that in on Amazon and there's going to be 34 books before yours unless they type your name. Yeah. So like, that's the nice part. When I type in Universal Lens, it's the only And that's the crazy only to me because I would yeah. think at this point, right, there's every matrix of word usage and name giving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you would think at this point, but nobody put those, those words No, no, nobody's used those words as of yet at least. That's crazy. And I was thinking too, like even for the show, Just Be. Bro, if you ever do a search on Just Be, everybody else goes for us comes up. So, <laughs> yeah, so when we, we did the show, <laughs> I didn't use that same mentality in, uh, in trying to figure that out. I, I, was, I was looking it up and like, all right. So I went on Facebook and I saw that on Facebook, you have all the links. So I go, okay, you took care of that. So then I went on YouTube and I put all the links. So I basically, if you look us up on YouTube yeah. and you look at about or whatever. Yeah. All the links were covered. Oh, really? Yeah, I, fi- I fixed it. I, oh, I, I didn't even know. think to do that because I'm like, if people are looking for the show, they're going to go bananas looking for the show. But if you do find it, then well, then you can have all the links. You, you can know. have all the links. Facebook oh. has the links. You took care of that. Uh, YouTube has the links. Um, I don't have Instagram, but you have Instagram. But anyway, so that's a, uh, yeah, naming is uh, a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was. But it was so, yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's it's finally out. It's finally live. So if anybody wants to buy it, if anybody's but, interested in it, if it's something that resonates with you or something that you're interested in, um, it's, uh, it's, it's. Yeah, I mean, know. I don't want to undersell or oversell the book. Uh, it's just the kind of thing where. You know, I'm, this is a heartfelt message, you know. You could oversell it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just I'm being very heartfelt right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to oversell, undersell. I'm simply saying uh, if you have, um, let's say, yeah, what do you say? If you have an inkling of whether or not it's going to be good or useful, trust me, read it. Uh, and read it with that mindset of, you know, I, I might be looking to expand more on my journey. I might be looking to help myself. I might, let me see what John went through. I think I may have OCD. I think I may have this or the other. Read it. It's just it's fa- it's a fantastic book. It's it's just written. It's in a way where I I couldn't believe you wrote it. And and I'm not saying that because you're an <laughs> idiot because you're not. You're a super smart guy. I'm I'm just saying like it it was it was written the way um, a seasoned author would write like. Because uh, yeah. uh, listen, it's part bio- biographical. So yeah, now, so when you read it the first time, and this, this is where editing comes in, it comes into play because it actually has it. it so it got kind of um, uh, the chapters got thrown around a little bit when we edited it, like the way I wrote it. So I'm the kind of writer, oh, <laughs> writer. But when I wrote this book, there's two type of writers. I'm a I vomit everything <laughs> in my head. That's good. So I just start going, bah, 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 bah. like I'll literally. I'll, I'll hit a topic and I'll just, I'll run through a chapter. Like just, and it, to me it makes sense, but then you got to go back and there's a lot of cleaning up to do. Um, so when I finished the book and I kind of cleaned it up a lot, but then my editor was like, all right, listen, and we just started moving chapters around. So the first time you read it, there might've been a certain feel to it. The second time you read it, I don't know if you noticed, but like, like a chapter that was later in the book, they moved it up five chapters. It kind of helped the timeline a little bit the, with they, the way I was describing things. Put it this way. The second time I read it, there was a whole bunch of polish on it. <clears throat> Whereas yeah, the first that's what time, editing does. Yeah. Correct. The first time no, it was raw. It was raw. Sure. And I got to tell you just as a guy, I enjoyed the first one much more because I like the rawness. I like, like the, yeah. you know, but that's just me enjoying that because I know you, but I think as a product, <clears throat> you need the, you need the, the polish. You need yeah, the polish. I'm telling yeah. you because you know, there were words that were, yeah. you know, misused or or wrongly punctuated with all the stupid shit right but the second one once you fixed all that and put the sheen on and put like wow it flowed it See, made it, sense and that was that that was my biggest i don't say concern but it like i wanted to make sure that it flowed and and that it it uh there was a continuity to it as you kind of read through because it. it starts out like the first two chapters of the book are, are literally just about my life Biographical The plight Autobiographical Yeah The plight of like Where it started To where it ended up To where that moment was Which is in a chapter Called The Precipice Where Alright this is where This is where Like this was that moment The precipice Right This was that moment Where I noticed I noticed what was going on I like, think there's something wrong here Yeah or, and, and, and I think this is it And then from there Like the first two chapters Are probably 20% of the book And then the rest of the chapters Are the other 80 
because they're smaller chapters as you go through. But but then it's like I noticed this and that led to this and that led to this and then I realized this and then I realized this and then I realized and these all these aspects of how the mind works and and the common theme throughout the whole thing from that initial moment is that awareness of of <clears throat> hearing myself think and paying attention to my thoughts and kind of seeing and noticing what was going on in my head instead of just chasing it all the time. So, well, realize realize where we are in, in 2023 and the like the way that society has been let's say programmed <clears throat> to receive info, data, right? So, we here we are in 2023 realize how we're like wired to receive data and i'm reading this book and i'm like um <clears throat> i'm impressed this is this is the part that gets me because this is a this is a, another level of of let's say editing i'm looking at how long these chapters are and they weren't long no and you hit a home run <clears throat> because if you put out a book that's on a topic that doesn't involve, you know, sex, uh, you it's know, not a scandal. Yeah, it's not a... And on top of that, your chapters go long. Okay, John. All right, bro. All right. You had a hard time. Okay, good for you. No. Like, the chapters were short, concise. You're, you, you read it. You're on a wild ride. All of a sudden, boom. Done. You're on to the next chapter. There's a psychological effect that makes you go, I accomplished something. Yeah, well, I, th I think when I, when, I was, when I was kind of putting it all together, uh, I realized that this isn't a topic that... And there are, listen, there are a lot of people who've written books about awareness and mindfulness and spirituality, you know, and even ACT, Acceptance Commitment Therapy, which are 200 pages long, let's just say, right? Whatever. So the ones, on, <clears throat> the ones that have done that, there's a lot of... Uh, like with ACT, they're trying to explain what it is. Like, and they're spending... And it's a scientific method. So they spend the book and they give stories. Like Dr. Russ Harris, The Happiness Trap, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Like there's a... I could get why those books get a little bit longer because they're really trying to explain every... They break it down. Break it down, every <clears throat> aspect of this. The thing that I was talking about in this book, which is basically just awareness, right? Basic awareness and presence, uh, mindfulness... It's yet very. It's very simple once you realize what it is. So it doesn't require uh, pages and pages and pages and pages of trying to repeat myself. I don't want to become repetitive in the book where I'm saying the same thing. While every chapter talks about the same thing, which is awareness and being the watcher and noticing, every chapter shows you how it how it's in a different part of life. Whether it's your are you responding or reacting. Uh, with the ego, I am not my mind, or um, I can't even think of the end of the chat. You know, whatever, whatever I was speaking, values, or, or is it is it a goal or a direction? Like, and you see, and I try to bring a, a um, I try to bring um, uh, like an awareness to how that part, how that theme carries into every aspect of what we do in life, and we don't realize it. How we become, how we just keep doing and doing and doing yeah. this and doing that and doing yeah. the other thing without any awareness. So I kind of, that, that's why the chapters don't need to be very long. It's like, all right, let's take this for an example. Bop, 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 bop. Look how it happens here. Watch what the mind does here. Look how this goes this way with no awareness. Look how it changes with some awareness. And then another example, another example. So yeah, that's why it didn't need to be. Like when I got to the end of writing it, I'm like, like, there was a part of me that said, all right, do I need to go make this longer? And I'm like, no. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I, I think I could add fluff. I go, but I don't want to no. add fluff, no, no. you know? I'm going to tell you something. Like, this book is to reach out and grab somebody. And you're not going <clears> to <throat> grab somebody if they have to sit there. Again, I told you, it's 2023. People don't have the same attention span. Attention span. It's just different. And with this, you're able to grab somebody. <laughs> of course, you have to, that's somebody who will be, let's say, affected is somebody who has the door open to willingness, right? Yes, they have to be willing. That's, that's so the door has to be open to willingness, and it's one of those things where if your door is closed to willingness, you're just going to read it just to say, hey, John, I wrote your book. And then, thank you, that's great. But, you know, it's like the purpose of the book and the reason you stress over it and you want to do a good job of it and you edit it and you switch things back and forth and you polish it up here and it's because you're trying to reach somebody. You're trying to reach them. You're trying to affect the change. Yeah, and 
So anyway, I appreciate it. Thank you. And but I, I have a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> because of your past, mm-hmm. OCD. Which, by the way, when I say past, I mean OCD. OCD doesn't leave you, but no, it doesn't. No, you, you doesn't. used to find, <clears throat> let's say, comfort or let's say, a way to escape your OCD by filling your schedule, right? Yeah, it's I fit. I talk about that in the book. Did yeah. this? Did this book do that for you, or was this book written in a different way? Was this book written in a way where because I needed to do something? Yes. No. No, 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 no. Not because. But did you find that because you were writing a book, it gave you a good excuse to fill like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. Because it's almost like a backdoor spike. Yeah. Well, like, when it backdoors its way in. So no, that, so when I approached this book, I didn't like that, that, that wasn't, um, it wasn't done with the emphasis on trying to, or, 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 or my OCD experiences trying to come in a back door to because then I would I would not just obsess about it but then I would I would have gotten caught up in the rabbit hole of uh, okay you know I would have had I would have had these kind of repeating patterns of thoughts about about the book and am I doing it a certain way there would have been a whole other um, mindset mindset <clears throat> that would have came in if it would have been more it would, no no when when the book was when the book was written. It was written with the sole purpose of getting a message that I wanted to get out. Out. It wasn't. It wasn't to occupy, because that was part of my issue. Was in the beginning, was that's how I kind of hid from my or appeased my OCD. The experiences, like I would have these, whatever the thoughts were, whatever um, the OCD experience was for me at that time. I would. I would put myself into it. That's what people with OCD do. They find compulsions. The compulsions makes them feel better because it calms their OCD down. It, it, it appeases whatever that thought is. You know, oh, your OCD is saying this, so you tell it why to answer that question. But then another question, and you have to give another answer. Another question, another answer. I would hide, for me, it was in doing things. Whatever, like staying busy. And I say it in the book, staying busy was my escape. Like, and with baseball, with the kids. Yeah. Our kids. Like, people were amazed how I would schedule stuff like that. Bah, 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 bah. I needed to. I, I like to do it because I, I, it was a great experience and I was super happy to be doing that with my friends and my kid and everybody else. But I needed to do that. Like, I need, if somebody were taking that job away from me at that point, I think, like, I, I, I don't know. I, like, I, would, I would have to have found something else. Like, that was an escape for me. I needed to constantly be doing something and then doing something else. And then I would hide in work, which, yes, again, was, had its benefits. But like I say in the book, you know, what I'm grateful for that it gave my family, like the way I was in my job, I mourn what I actually lost because I was a prisoner to this mechanism that was telling me, you must, you know, check this, be like this. Everything must be a certain way. Damn it. You know, it it was rigid. There was no flexibility at all. And I had to be that way. So, I mean, you know, yeah. Nobody knows the true balance sheet. Of that, so you you could say, well, your physical, uh, you know, well, I was very successful. My business was very successful. I did very well for myself. However, the losses you don't see on that balance sheet. You oh, see yeah. hope. You see That's a, a bunch great of, way to put it. Yeah, yeah. You see a bunch of great numbers, it's right? Very creative accounting, oh, right there, <laughs> John. Jesus, you're very successful. Yep. The part you don't see, the balance sheet you're not seeing, is what I rec- what I constantly uh, refer to as my daughter's ballerina recital. You know, uh, yeah, missing out on life because you're constantly like I would book a tournament while we were at that tournament. I'm already my mind was already next week's tournament. Yeah, like because I needed to know there's a next week. Like there's a next. There's something else. This doesn't end today. There's something else. I know that. Okay. Oh. Next week, I'm going to be around my friends. I'm going to be around my people. I'm going to be around this. My mind's going to be occupied. I'm not going to have time to think about whatever my OCD experience was, whatever intrusive thought was, whatever, you know, that spike was when I was, you know, really in the bowels of it. Like, I needed to constantly be doing. And that created a slave for me. And I talk about it in the book also how I became a slave to doing things. Like, I be, like that was my, I need to do do, 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 constantly be doing. I didn't know how to be. I didn't understand the being. And when I found the being part of it is when, like, 
the, that whole precipice for me started to change and, my, and I started to notice things because I learned how to be. I learned how to say, I don't need to do something in every moment. At every, my mind's going to tell me to, right? I got to do this, oh, I, that project, that project. Even when I was on, on, on the way out of it and I was really becoming aware of everything and I had this higher awareness and, and I was really becoming very present in my life, my mind would still always say, but don't we need to be busy, John? Come on, we have to do something. We need to learn something. We need to, we need to do something. And okay, great. Using the mind as a tool is phenomenal and you want to keep that tool sharp. But where is that, that crossover line where you go from keeping the tool sharp to now you just follow? Now it is taking over and it's telling you, well, we need to do something else. Like, I, I hear from a lot of people. Like, you know, when I used to hear this from baseball, I'll use baseball because that was a very... You know, the, that was uh, an example that, that we could relate to probably. When my kids stop playing baseball, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. Like, that, I need to do this with them. When I retire, I can't retire. If I retire, I'm going to die. I'm like, well, like, like, now I could say, what does that even mean when you retire? So if you're not doing something, you're not living? Like, you, there was no being. There was no actual appreciation of where you are. It was always where I'm going to be next. And like, I, like we talked about this before in society, we see it so much today, how we're slaves to the next thing to do. Whether yeah. it's, and people will say, they'll hide behind saying, but I enjoy trimming my trees and then painting a wall and doing this. And that's great. And you might do. And those might be tasks that require attention. But, but take a second and pay attention. <clears throat> Are you doing them because you need to do them or because it's a task that you're going to get to because it requires attention, but then there isn't, there isn't a necessity for it to be done now yeah. and next and next and next. Where you can't be, you have to keep doing. I can't be. Like when I said, just there's nothing to do right now, we don't do nothing. But what does that mean? I have to do something. And when you, if you can't be alone with yourself, if you can't be, like Sad Garu says it, he goes, if, he goes, if you can't be. Uh, if you can't be silent or if you can't just be with yourself, he goes, you must be in horrible company, right? So yeah. you need to learn how to, that's the, the point of this, how to say, I'm, there's nothing that needs attention right now and I'm just going to be, just be where I am, right? Something eventually will come up because there's always, you know, there'll be a task that needs attention, but it doesn't have to be, okay, this is done. Now I'm going to go do this or now I'm going to go this. Okay, you know what? Now I want to go wash my car because I enjoy washing my car. Yeah, you might think you enjoy washing your car, but do you have to wash it at 8 o'clock at night because it needs to get done today? You know, there's, there's, that, there's that fine line between where, where does doing become more important than actually being present in your life? When does doing become the, the boss, the, the one who's dictating what has to happen in life? I think and a lot of that for me is a, just a mentality of this part of the world where we've been trained yeah. to be like that. I know? was just going to tell you, there's a parallel there's a parallel between the OCD mindset and the current state of mind uh, of society where... I would say OCD and anxiety. Yeah. It, it, there's both, a parallel yeah. in the yeah, sense, sure. the same way that <clears throat> you had to find yourself staying busy with tasks, one at, like daisy chain them one after the other. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how modern society is to the point that, you know, you see people, like you said, you see people say that, oh, no, uh... I can't stop working because if I stop working, I die. Or if I yeah, and I, I mean that's an extreme example, but I've heard that. You know, no, no, no. I'm I'm guilty of it. Like mm. I say it even to yesterday that I'll never stop working, and you know there's there's something that we just we have auto programmed it. We have just accepted it as oh, it's a reality. If I stop working, I'm going to die, and no. That's and, why people, I mean, if you need to work, I get it. Of course. Yes, yes. No, assuming the financial aspect is taken care of somehow, but you're going to work because you don't want to die. Yeah, you know? Just to stay busy. Right. Just to stay busy. Well, just to stay busy. My wife and I had this conversation and, and she was like, you know, I don't know what. She was, she was really, truly like lost. Like, I don't know what. Because think about it. We have three kids that are just on a rounding third base in terms of eventually they're all going to go to college. Yeah. And then it's yeah, just yeah. empty nest, right? It's my wife and I. And I'm like, honestly, when that stage of my life comes, not so much the empty nest, but the empty nest and retirement, you know, you're going to find yourself to be lost. And I'm like, 
no. I mean, I, I have so many things I would love to do. I mean, you know how many languages I want to, you know, I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I'm like, no, I have this, like, I have all this, uh, how do you say, desire to learn and desire to, to, to see things. No, I won't die. <laughs> I'll be fine. I mean, I'll be assuming the financial aspect. Is yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get, I get that. But, but so, but, but what you just said actually brings up a. Uh, you kind of, you kind of made my, you making my point also because you just said I have things I could would love to, I want to do, and that's great, right? That's to have that passion to do something or the desire to do something is great. But I don't want to mix it with doing to do. Ah, uh, so see, see, and that's where. It's it's a like you toe such a fine line with this, yeah. and this is where people get mixed up because it really is a fine line, so like crazy. like between joy and happiness, right? We talked about this between willing to do something or having to do something. People don't realize that line that it's just your perspective could either if your if your perspective is just leaning one way or the other. The way you look, the way you approach it completely changes. The feeling around it changes. The, the, you lose that awareness and presence. So when you say like you have things that you have a desire to do, whether it's learn a language or whatever it might be. I want to travel. I want to travel. I want to learn how to build a wall. I want to learn how to fix a car. That's great. But when it becomes I need to, yeah. I, need to I need to figure this out now. I need to. I need to. I need, to I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to. No, 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 no. I need to. Well, hold on. Now it's not. It's not something that's that you just want to enjoy to do or you want to kind of learn and work with. Now it's a my mind's telling me, uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. I, I this this is it. You replace it's rigid. It's you very replace rigid. One wolf with the other. Yes, you replace one your feet now you start feeding the room without realizing that it's happening. And that's where the nuance in this is, right? It's almost like a as I say, it's a very fine line. This is great. The, the nuance in it is is how are you approaching this? Like people will say all the time. I love doing this and I do it and I do it all day long and I'm in, you know, I, I, whatever. Like I, I say, let's say I, I like playing with my cars, right? So let's say I wanted to rebuild a car and I'm in my garage for Ten, hours yeah. a day, day after day, day after day, day after day, because I need to figure out how this goes to there and then how that goes there. There's nothing wrong with that part, with the part where you're enjoying doing it. But when the part comes at, you're not even stopping to eat a meal. You're not stopping to take a break. You're not stopping to spend time with your family. You're not stopping to do this or that or the other thing because you need to figure out how that happens and that works and then that works. And months go by with you doing this. Well, okay, Kratom, what you were doing, the thing that you were doing, is the, is, it's, it's the what. The what is fine. How are you doing it? Right? So how, the how is the being like if you're doing it unconsciously and you're doing what you're following in your mind and you're doing it because you're a slave to having to get this task accomplished well then there's no presence there anymore there's no awareness there anymore there's no being there anymore your 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 how is not a conscious how anymore now it's a unconscious mind says go i got to get this done i got to figure this out or i won't be happy i got to get this accomplished or there will be no peace what and that's where that nuance is. That's why we say people are slaves to doing it, especially in this country. I see it more. I think it's probably affecting more of the world nowadays, even more so, which yeah. is kind of sad. But yeah, people are slaves to doing. People can't just like I'm going to sit and meditate for 20 minutes. Nah, that's not for me. Why is that not for you? You're boring. Yeah, <laughs> you're boring. <laughs> but what? Why, why is that not for you? Because it's it's not for me. I got to learn something. You sit there in silence. You might learn more than you think you would learn. Being intelligent, learning information, doesn't make you a wise person. Yeah. Intelligence is great. Life will teach you that. Yes. I, actually, that's one of the chapters in the book, too. The difference between intelligent and wisdom. It, Albert Einstein has always said it, right? Intelligence is great, but wisdom is something different. Wisdom is a knowing. Intelligence are facts. I know very intelligent people very intelligent people who are uber unconscious in their life, like uber unconscious, but they're like smart as shit. I mean, yeah. like, like mathematical equations, like whatever it yeah, might yeah. be. I, like, I feel like a, 
intellectual moron next right. to them, right? As IQ far as books, you yeah, feel it. Yeah, you like feel I'm, it I'm like, yeah, I, I don't even know what that word means. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you explain it to me? And like intellectually off the charts, but like unconscious. Like there's no awareness of how they're living, of what of what they're doing in their life. It's just in a consumption of knowledge, consumption of knowledge. And that's part of that. Are we just constantly doing or does anybody take a second to stop and literally just be? And like, when you know when they say smell the flowers? Yeah. Right? So, okay, that's a great, that's a great <clears throat> little analogy. Smell the flowers. I don't mean to sit there and actually smell the flowers. If you do, that's great. Right. It's, it means take a pause. Take a pause. Even in the mid, you're doing, like when I would write the book and I'd be going to a chapter and I was finishing it and my mind wanted to do another chapter to get started, I would take a pause and I would walk away. Okay. And I would say, hey, 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 thank you. Been there. I've been down this road with you before. I'm going to choose to walk away and I would go, I'd go for a walk, I would meditate, I would, whatever it might be, right? But I was going to take a break from it because that'll be, for us it's seven hours and, and, and I'm going to be burning that can. And it's not something like, okay, uh, a pipe burst in my house. I got to fix it and t- I got to get the water to stop, right? That, no, I'm not saying, okay, well, I'm going to take a break. Let the basement flood and I'm going to go for a walk and I'll come back. No, I, right? Yeah. Those are important tasks. This is something where you can take a pause and walk away. You addressed my future question. <laughs> yes. I was, was going to tell you, what if you're taking such enjoyment while you're rebuilding your engine oh, and yeah. it is taking you hours, but it is such... Like, Pure bliss. Yeah, it's, it's heaven. It's it's beautiful. Uh, you know, even then, even then, it's okay to take it, it. It's so even in that pure bliss or that enjoyment, is it that pure bliss and enjoyment, or is it just those giddy feelings you're getting from doing it, where your mind's saying, "I'm rewarding you because we're doing something we're enjoying." I've I've always said to you, like even when I was on my path, I would pay attention to when I was, I'm doing air quotes again, happy. Mm-hmm. When I was happy, like. Well, this is giddy. This is making me happy. I would become aware of that, and not. And I would say, I'm enjoying it, totally enjoying it, but I'm not attaching to it. So at any moment, I could say, I'm going to go focus on this. Is that because it's possible that the wrong wolf puts on an outfit? Yes, <laughs> the, like the, a little red riding. The wrong wolf puts on up his grandma. Puts on a little old lady outfit. He goes, <laughs> "You're doing fine, sweetie. You're doing fine." <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You can. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mind, mind it, it, is... the mind will. If you're, and that's why awareness is so important. And the mind's not trying to do anything wrong. It's yes. doing what it does. Yes. It's. Am I going to have the awareness to realize it? Right. To realize that I'm just being stringed along by it constantly. Even though he's trying to say, but I enjoy doing this and I enjoy doing that. And please, there's nothing wrong with doing things that you enjoy. It's Listen, if you have a hobby, it's awesome, right? What's better than having a great hobby that you enjoy doing? But when does that hobby have to be done? Like, when does it, when it, it's, no, no, I got to stay here until I finish this. That's when you're realizing that, okay, see, now I'm, I'm now I'm, I've become a slave to just doing it. Even as doing something I enjoy doing, right? I become a slave to it. So now it's like, you know, whoa. Where's that? Where's that balance now? There is no balance. So being able to walk away from something even you enjoy doing to say, I've done this enough, and you could you could almost feel it like the, a pressure ramps up in your head where now you're like, okay, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that. And it's kind of a almost a double edged sword because it feels good in a way because you're getting stuff done, mm. but then there's a stress that attaches it with two maybe. Well, that's when you need to say, okay, I, I'm just I'm doing just to do right now, and I'm I'm beyond doing because I'm this is just I'm just enjoying this without any strings attached to it right and I, and, and that's where that's where that, that yeah. little that nuance is and I think where people get stuck with the it's not what they're doing but how they're doing if your how doesn't line up with your what now you could be doing anything fixing a pipe you could it doesn't matter what you're doing if your approach to it if your how is just because it has to get done because your mind's saying we got to do this and then we have to do this Oh, and then we have to do that, and there's no pause in between. That's the that's the unhealthy. Yeah, thing. and I remember you telling me verbally, and then I read it in your book about the example of washing dishes, and you were like, you know, don't just don't just wash the dishes. You yeah, know? be mindful while you're doing right. it. And then I started to do that because, of course, I don't wash dishes, but I do. It's lo- not fun. But I so- do load the dishwasher. <laughs> okay, which is just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but 
man and yeah it's 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 different it's a different approach it's a different thing it's a different you know yeah you have, you have a level of awareness while you're doing it you have a, it's a level of mindfulness you're bringing your attention to the action that you're doing and most times even if you're doing something you enjoy doing are is your attention completely in the action you're doing or is it as you're doing this one thing you're already thinking of what the next thing is going to yeah. be and, and, and i'm going to say publicly so you know because there's never especially in 2023 there's never a loss for somebody to interpret things incorrectly the, there's never a loss for that there's always somebody ready very simple <clears throat> even you who's mm-hmm. talking about this subject and about the fine line that you walk that at any moment the wrong wolf puts on that that outfit of granny and you're like here we go granny and you're feeding yeah. it and you don't realize it then for a bit it happens every day sure to the best of them like sure to the best of them the, the the people that have been practicing mindfulness for eons this is the point like this is the point the fact that you're actually able to catch it or see it or you see that wolf putting on the clothing hey what are you doing yeah what are you putting on there what, what take that wig off you what, stupid prick yeah. you know that absolutely that <clears throat> is that's 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 this that's what that's the practice without the awareness you don't catch it until grammy granny with the with the outfit on is already at your door in your house and oh, yeah. hanging out with you. Then you look and you go like this. You're hanging out. Then with you notice the- a, you notice the tail sticking out of the back of the coat. Son, <laughs> of a bitch, you, you you do so. The awareness, the awareness is like you said before. You see the wolf putting that costume. Yeah. on. you notice it when it's like you. And the more you practice it, the more you the more you make this a way of life. Um, like with anything else, like healthy eating. The more you make it a way of life, the more you catch those. Those those little rabbit holes and those uh, traps it in its inception. Yeah, in its inception before they actually come to fruition. You're like, uh, 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 wow, like because the mind will grab you. Mind stream will grab. I mean, listen, unless you're, and there are spiritual teachers, Zen Buddhist monks, maybe who they live their life like this every day, so they're able to really master that portion of awareness, like really master it, right? And I think the only way you really master it to that level is to put yourself in an environment where you can... Sure. Yeah, because our, the, the amount of external noise that we have on a daily basis is hard to get to... It's, it could be a little bit more difficult to get to that level, but you could get to a level where you still are able to be aware of all the noise around yeah, you I mean, yeah. and, and, and realize what's going on, right? So Here's a question for you. Yeah. And I say you, meaning... <clears throat> As you know, I, I, I have this, this let's say, reverence for you because of what you've accomplished. You, the people that surround you, and I don't mean your, your wife and your kids. I'm talking about like your everyday life. You have people at work, your people that you run into at, at the supermarket, whatever it is you do. Is everybody around you conscious or unconscious? The majority of people are unconscious. So you have this... Yeah. The stimulus coming at you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can't be like that monk because that monk is non-stimulated. That monk Because the people around him are of the same... So their their cadence is the same as his. That stimulus doesn't exist for him, so therefore he can deeply penetrate and deeply anchor in and deeply... And they enjoy... And that's why they stay there because they enjoy that. They enjoy being around that. Well, for the 99.999% of us that are out there in the world... Who aren't living in monasteries. We're we're getting stuff thrown at us every day. I mean, we're in line. We're we're opening up Facebook. We uh, watch TV. Just daily daily external life with people who aren't on a path like that. Yeah, you ran into, you know, your neighbor. You're going to get... You're going to get a lot of external... A lot of external energy thrown at you and... It could kindle that fire very quickly in you, you know, and, to get it going. And hence why just a small awareness, you're going to realize that you may not capture 100%, but you're going to really cap- be able to capture a good 70%. And Well, see, it's, it's just you're going to be able to see a lot of it happening, and you're going to notice it happening before <clears throat> you get taken down a road that you don't want to go down. Um, I think that's, 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 the, that's the, the biggest benefit of it. Um, but you won't, you know, you, without it, without it at all, you're just, you're, you know, you said that's not and, and, and the purpose for this, because we always come back to the same point, like you say, it's the same ice cream cone, just different a different flavor. flavor. Yeah, every week's a different flavor. But <clears throat> the different. purpose of this is that, so when you have those events in life, that it overtakes, when I say it, your mind, your ego overtakes your 
I don't know, your worriness, your anguish, you're able to unlock it, disengage, be like, no, you're not. You're not going to overtake me. No, 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 no. And you're able to really, let's say, put the focus on something else. Not that your mind puts the focus. No, no, no. I put the focus. choose the focus. Yeah. You don't choose the focus. Yeah. So usually it'll be, that's the actually manually changing, grabbing <clears throat> that lens and turning it where you want it to go. Correct. Instead of the lens going, no, 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 no. Here, 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 right. here, here, here. You know, you say, no, no, this is where we're going to look. Thank you very much. I know where you want to look, but I want to look here and I want to focus. You point where you want to focus to be. The mind's going to want to tell you where it should focus. But you get to choose the, that awareness, that essence behind it, the one... The thing that has no voice just quietly comes in and goes, doesn't say a word, just takes that lens and says, and puts, points it there. That's it. And now you get, using the mind, get to focus on whatever's happening there. But you don't just follow this thing haphazardly. On, and, on you know, and you know, the, the, the feeling is... Hence the universal lens. <laughs> and the, the, you know, that feeling is like the equivalent of you don't know what you've got until you've lost it. And this is the same thing. I'm going to relate it to like, you know, you've been in a horrible relationship. Oh, I'm going to talk about us guys because we're guys. But, oh, this girl, she was, yeah, first she came, oh, my God. But, you know, cheating on me, stealing from me. She went to the bank, uh, presented my fake autograph. She took all my money. And then you got, you divorced her and you found this other girl who's so nice, so like, polite she's loving me she doesn't care about it you had this contrast of before and after so you really appreciate that after you really appreciate your new wife because oh my god you know just how bad it was before with mindfulness when you've been through ocd and you've been to the mind ringing you when you find mindfulness and you're like whoa oh my god you have an appreciation that is tenfold of what, let's say, somebody without OCD, you know, or somebody without anxiety or depression or any. That's how much more it means any to you. Any kind of mental suffering, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that is the difference. That that is that's how much you appreciate learning, just a little bit of mindfulness. And my appreciation is that, like, I know how I felt before, and I know how I feel after. Yeah. And let me tell you. It is life-altering. It is life-changing. It is something that is, <laughs> you know, that's why episodes before, I want to smush your face in it because it's <laughs> that beneficial, right? And that's why we do this. I mean, hell, we come full circle. Absolutely. That's, that's why we do this. This yeah. is why we do this in our free time for free. I mean, it is a it is a, a pleasure, right? It is fun. Well, yeah, I, so we say for free, but um, when I, mean, I say there's I, I, a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot that I drive, we get out of it. Yeah, financially, I, yes, for free. Right. I, <laughs> I, I drive the free point in it as so to so ask to say that today nobody moves a muscle, you know, unless they're you know yeah. getting something out of it. Well, it's true. Tru- truthfully, yeah, a lot of people, and look, there's nothing wrong with people who monetize things. That's that's phenomenal. But truthfully, I get a lot of this. This. Is uh, this for me is selfishly, you know, great, uh, but at the same time, I I get a lot out of this because I I like to give. I I I can't explain to you how when I run into some people, I'm not going to be specific, but when they tell me something is going wrong or so, I love to push and pedal mindfulness. Push and pedal it. Yeah, <laughs> because I know it can work for you. And I know that everybody has their own timeline and everybody has their own way. And it's sometimes frustrating when your timeline and their timeline might not coincide. Well, everybody's on a pair, you know, I say again, not, not to keep dropping things from the book, but there's a, there's a, a part in the book where I say that too, where I'm on my, where I am on my path can be different from where you are on your path. But you are where you are and be present where you are. Be there because that's where you are. Doesn't You don't have to be where I am or, or where I was or where the guy next to you is. Where you are in life is where you are in life. That's it. There's no questioning that. There's no, this isn't a fact. There's no opinion on that. You are where you are. But you have a choice in that very moment to be present in your life as it is no matter what's happening 
or you have a choice to be want to be in the future and want to be in the past and never be content with where you are even if it's not an ideal situation because yeah. that's and that's that's where that whole that's where that suffering and, and all that and well, all that starts at that I, I don't know if you mind if you agree with me or you might not agree because I don't think we've said it but I, I'm going to say this and you tell me if I'm wrong or right or directionally correct mm-hmm. the point of this is for you to have enjoyment at the moment it's not for you to be you know sour or sad or worried it's for you to enjoy the present moment for example um, yeah but i mean it depends on for i'm gonna no so like a guy like me you know uh i'm going through some stuff you know uh professionally financially but because I practice mindfulness, it doesn't have the grip on me. Because, again, yeah, that's the key. Yeah. being an entrepreneur, self-employed, you go through these things. Yeah, sure. So I've been here. But I've never been here with this state of mind. So it lets me enjoy the present. Well, it lets you enjoy. Okay, so that's where you're going with it. That's, right, so that's, yes, you're right. That's what I'm saying. It lets you enjoy whatever whatever is happening in your life. You're able to be present and, and, and enjoy it. So now, you know, there's different levels of life. And you don't know it until you see somebody in real despair. And you're like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm not there. I'm not in a corner with a cup, you know, with the cardboard box. I'm not there. But I certainly, I mentioned it before. So it, it does, it is one of my plaguing fears, but... I'm not there, so it lets me enjoy and really appreciate what I have now. But I can tell you that with this state of mind, I'm able to see different things where joy, there's joy again, there's joy again. Bro, nobody ever knew, but there's joy again. Because you, you there, get, you, you're, so what I'm seeing for you, and then we'll, 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 we'll start wrapping it up before people... <laughs> Yo, wake up, bro! I'm I'm pouring my heart out. <laughs> what, 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 yeah, no. What I'm hearing is you're at a you're at the part you're on on you're at the point on your path, I should say, where um, I don't want to say you're in a blissful state of it because because awareness and presence does have a state where it feels so nice and so new that it like you so because it's a new feeling for you or. Or this noticing is something that your mind has never experienced. You never experienced. You're noticing how 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 nice it feels, or how how you're able to enjoy these moments when you weren't able to do them before because it might have been a worry. In time, that feeling might dull a little bit because you're going to acclimate to it. Because this is what happened to me. But the beauty of it is. Don't I'll say don't look in the future as you keep progressing with this. Don't try to look for that same feeling that you get with it and just keep becoming present because eventually and Eckhart Tolle said this too after a couple of years of being in this blissful state he acclimated to it and that kind of withered away. And a lot of it is because the mind eventually starts identifying with this feeling and now it starts looking for it and it can't find it anymore. But the awareness doesn't go away. It's just it created this kind of euphoric little feeling with it. And that goes away. But, but, but the beauty is once, once even that, if, if that ever leaves, like where it doesn't feel as, ah, but you're still uber aware of what's going on. I'm going to make a difference. Uh, distinction with, uh, I would say distinction without a difference, whatever, whatever that phrase is. I'm going to make a distinction without, or difference without a distinction. Just follow me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can tell you the exact things that I'm talking about in my life, but I'm not going to bore everybody. But it's not that it's not the, it's not the thing. It's the lens with which I'm able to see. Yes, that's the awareness. Correct. There it is. There's one over there. It's little nuggets of joy that surround you. Yes. And okay. you don't. I got you. You don't know how to see it. Before mindfulness. Yes, absolutely. You don't know how to see it. Agreed. All right? Little nuggets of joy. That you, it's like when you go to the grave, you can have all these nuggets and be like, bro, this, uh, that is a successful life. You were able to find the nuggets of joy within your journey. Because not everybody's born to be Bill Gates or Elon Musk. 
And not all of us are destined to be in a cockroach-ridden, you know, one-bedroom, no, you know, in, in, in New Orleans, Louisiana, where the water doesn't even work. No. There's everything in between and everything outside of those margins. But if you're able to see, have the lens to see the little nuggets of joy throughout your life, you're going to have a very different experience than... Yeah, of course. You know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm very appreciative and I'm very thankful to mindfulness for that. I mean, yeah, but that 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 awareness makes you see life completely different. It's crazy. It's it's something that uh, all I gotta say is, folks, try it out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. What else to say? No, not that much more you can say, actually. You know, just we're back to the ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so we'll take this flavor off today, and next week we'll come back with another flavor. So, um, all right, I think we're good. I think we have to be good at this point. Yeah, yeah. we're good. <laughs> we're, we're good until Oprah picks up the show. We're, I think, uh, we're I, think we're, I think I think we're good for now. So, uh, everybody, again, once again, thank you very much for for uh, listening in, and to everybody who. Um, did send me all that uh, love and support um, about the book. I appreciate it. And um, uh, I think that's it. Congrats, think, bro. Yeah. Again, Thank you very much, man. I beautiful. appreciate it. Yep. Job well done. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe there'll be a second one someday. Why are we talking about the future? I said maybe. <laughs> yes, but why are we talking about the future? We're going to enjoy. I swear. We're going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy. I enjoy swear this. on everything holy. Yeah. I swear. I wanted to ask you, yeah. will there be a second one? But. I found it to be. <laughs> you could ask. There's not. There's nothing wrong with looking ahead. I found it to be. As long as you don't live there. Uh, against the principles of the show, which no, is so so. And I see this is how we go on rants. Then, so what you just said is very important because you're creating, you're creating these, um, uh, barriers. Barriers all of a sudden around it. You're saying, well, I can't think in the future. No, 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 no. It's. It, you, looking ahead is very important in life, but not living. Flow, ahead. just be. Yes, looking ahead. So there might be a second book someday. I'm not living in the second book. I'm, I'm enjoying where I am right now. I just said, but there might be. Depends on what comes to fruition from whatever. But, nice. Um, okay, so uh, everybody, let's uh, let's take this baby in for a landing so we can get you all on your way and deboard this plane. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people jumped off. <laughs> Might have kicked the door open and jumped yeah, out already. It's just us two idiots. <laughs> we look back. Holy shit, everybody's gone. <laughs> We're like, hey, uh, John, everybody's gone. Everybody's gone already. Yeah, even the fucking flight attendants are gone. <laughs> they're, all, they're all gone. Uh, all right, so, um, all right, so wherever you are, let's just do, we'll do a, a nice uh, little guided meditation to kind of just slow ourselves down a little bit and just become aware and present what's going on. So just start by taking some deep. Some nice deep breaths in through your nose. Um, hold them for a couple of seconds, and then exhale. So try to do. We try to do that two second in, two second hold, and two second exhale. So start by taking a couple of deep breaths and, and continue as I kind of just talk us through it. So as you're breathing, just keep focusing on whether you want to focus on that breath or whether you want to focus on a body part. Or if you pick up a sound in the distance, um, remember just we want to notice. This is about noticing. Even if you're just listening to my voice and you're noticing my voice, notice it. Any thoughts that come up with, with my voice, about my voice, or any thoughts that come up about a feeling or a sound, allow them to be there. Notice them. See them. Don't engage them. And if you do engage them, just bring your attention right back. You start to feel that that uh, nothingness behind it, that, uh, that 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 presence that has no name, no voice, but just sees it, notices it. That's 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 what we're talking about. Just keep keep taking those nice deep breaths. If you feel any tension in your body, notice it. Bring your attention to it. Don't judge it and release. Whether that tension is in your shoulders or in your face or your jaws clenched. 
notice no judgment and release and then bring your focus back to where you want it you're doing great just keep taking some nice deep breaths couple of more in through the nose hold and release one more last good one let's hold it and exhale let's slowly open your eyes and sit here if you want for a few more minutes. I highly recommend that. Or else, um, that's it. And we will uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care, everybody.